He's my man, my dear, dear friend, John Katzmatidis. John, good post-Monday morning Super Bowl. How are you, buddy? Well, Monday morning, everybody's always tired from Super Bowl from the day before. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I was, I was curious. Your stores in the city, Gristidis, D'Agostino's, I know, for example, you know, we, we don't have big Super Bowl parties anymore, John. It's basically me, Danielle, and the kids. But there was a, a good 20-year stretch where we went to or or even hosted big parties and would go shopping and spend a fortune. Do your stores do well, Super Bowl weekend? Uh, we get wiped out of uh, a lot of beer. We get wiped out of a lot of uh, all the potato chips are gone and all, all the, uh, you know, snacks. I mean, nobody wants to... Uh, be cooking a lot during Super Bowl. They just want snacks. And um, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, uh, it started off, the game started off very slow. Yes. Boy. It was <laughs> one of the best games I've ever saw by the end. That's exactly right. That's the best analysis right there. It was slow, almost boring, 10 nothing late second quarter. And to John's point, overtime, very exciting finish. I could not agree more. John, now while we're talking about your stores and the uh, Super Bowl sales you guys had for uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. I'm reading that uh, at least they're trying some legislation, a bunch of things, to um, stop these uh, people from shoplifting, which has become a huge issue. You've dealt with that now for a couple of years at Gristides. Where is that part of your business, the shoplifters? It is a major problem. Uh, it is, uh, you know, look, Rite Aid closed up. CVS has everything locked up. Dwayne Reed and and, and uh, Wegmans has everything locked up. And uh, I had the uh, uh, the assemblywoman from the east side, a very nice lady, on the, on the show uh, on uh, Sunday morning. And she says to me, everything is under control. Crime is down. So, you know, I said to her, with all respect, because I, I love her dearly. She's a very nice lady. I said, have you interviewed your constituents lately? <laughs> You know, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. After dark at night in the Upper uh, East Side, you lived in the Upper West Side, and uh, after dark, people are scared to walk around. Employees are scared to work. Uh, the restaurants, uh, they're doing business because uh, uh, people are taking Ubers door to door, from right. their doorstep to the, to the doorstep. I mean, the, the restaurant is three blocks away. I take a <laughs> Uber door to door. <laughs> That does it, tell you. It, it is crazy, <laughs> yeah. but what, it, what this tells you, because I think she was sincere, what this tells you is our politicians don't know what the heck is going on in the streets and how the people are really feeling about it. There's got to be a reality check. Well, listen, it didn't start with her, though. This is um, a man, John Katzmatidis, who's now going to join us every week at this time. I, I employed John. That's it. You're in every week, just like Bill O'Reilly, just like you know, all the rest of the guests we have all week long, Peter King and Takapina. Now you're on every week. But it comes I, I from. Get an extra, I get an extra cup of coffee at the end of the week. <laughs> no, no, I get Anthony's, I get Anthony's uh, pizza. Oh, I love the Grimaldi's pizza on Fridays. That is a great deal. Anthony! Ah, he's the best, Anthony. But it comes from the mayor because just last week, John, just last week, Eric Adams was boasting that crime is down and tourism is up because he was trying to make an argument that you can still go into Times Square even though they beat up the cops. Look, I, I like Eric as much as you like Eric. 
he, he wants to do a good job. I really believe he wants to do a good job. <laughs> but I, I said to the assemblywoman, because I had her on on, on uh, Sunday, <clears throat> I said to her, interview the, the, the local police officers. I mean, they're not making the arrests, Sid, and you know that. That's right. They're not making the arrests because That's right. by the time they make the arrest, they're still filling out the paperwork. They're still filling out the paperwork, and, 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 the, and the criminals go home. And, and don't forget that the, uh, 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 the criminals that went home after beating up the cops gave everybody the finger yep. as the cops were filling out the paperwork Correct. as they were leave, uh, going home. Yep. I mean, it's out of control, guys. It's out of control. That's what I tell people. It's out of control. I love New York. I want New York to make it. And uh, everybody has to speak up. And now it comes to the race. You know, we got uh, what's going to make a difference. You have Mazi versus Wazi. Mazi stands for uh, to, to control our borders where all these people are coming in because a lot of these crimes now are even done by them. And Swazi doesn't. So this is a true test. Tomorrow night, we will know if people are getting the signal of Mazi versus Swazi yep. Yep. that do we want border control. By the way, you, you were at the synagogue. Curtis came with you. And I went to Staten Island. Vito had the Vito Fasello, the borough president, have a, had a great Party, uh, uh, not a party, but uh, a, a state of the borough message. It was wonderful. I'm going to get a copy of the video, put it on WABC website, and everybody says to me, "Where's Curtis? <laughs> Curtis came. Curtis came with you instead of coming with me." How about that? He he's no dummy. Okay. <laughs> uh oh, he's I in just trouble. I let you know that yeah, he's in trouble, Curtis. You better be ready for the fifth floor today. <laughs> No, listen, folks, Sella's great, and um, that was uh, that's a big deal, what happened on Saturday. But uh, Curtis has been a good friend of the Jews, as you have, John. Look, I mean, all you guys, and we talk about this all the time. It's easy for me because I'm Jewish, but when somebody who's not Jewish, whether it's a John and Margot Katsimatidis, a Chad Lopez, a Curtis Sliwa, steps up for my people, it means an awful lot. And that's where I want to go to the President of the United States. Now, look, here's the deal. You are a very respectful man. You're opinionated, yes. And you're brilliant, but you're respectful. I'm not. I don't care. If I don't like you, you're going to hear it. You're not going to be that way. So this uh, craziness about respecting the office, I stopped respecting the office many years ago because I believe people abuse their power. And when they do that, I lose respect for the office. And that's what Biden has done to me. Yes, he's too old, that's true, but he also makes some really, really bad decisions. And he may be, maybe part of a criminal crime family. So the old thing is starting to bother me. What are your thoughts on what the special counsel said about Joe Biden last week? Well, I, I think there's uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, I, I think Joe, uh, President Biden has crossed the line in many, many ways. And uh, uh, maybe because, uh, let's put it the nicest way we can put it, uh, because his son got <coughs> bribes or his son got, uh, uh, they bought paintings from him or whatever. But this is millions and millions of dollars. And being that it's his only son now, that he couldn't say no to his son and wanted his son to be successful. But at that point, 
His son is being successful with millions and millions of dollars, but it's costing the United States of America trillions of dollars. Agreed. So uh, on the way out, I asked Bill O'Reilly a question last week that I've asked you on this show before, John. And you've been very honest about this, and you even touched on it earlier in this conversation when you said, I love New York, and uh, I'm aware of all the problems, and they shoplift in my stores, and they, you know, you can't even walk outside in my neighborhood, which is a very nice neighborhood. You're aware of all that. But I asked you, weeks ago, would you and Margo ever leave? I asked Bill O'Reilly on Thursday because he was complaining about Manhasset, complaining about Long Island. I said, would you ever leave? And he said, no. He goes, I've got a place in Montauk. I go on vacation when I have to, but I'm a New Yorker. So Bill O'Reilly said the same thing you did. You are still steadfast in that you'll never leave, yes? Uh, I don't want to leave. I don't think I'll ever leave. Uh-oh. Uh, but, uh, you know, I love uh-huh. my beach house in Long Island, uh, and I love my apartment uh, on Fifth Avenue. Um, I'm not leaving. You're not leaving. Let's try. Sit. Let's all work together to help make a change. Right. Don't leave. you got to fight. Right, John? That's it. You know, hey, there's 2,800 crooks or 3,300 crooks that are, that are causing this. Repeat criminals. You know, the, the police commissioners have all told us there's 3,300 police com- repeat criminals that are doing this. If we put them away in Rikers, why why is our politicians protecting the criminals instead of protecting the citizens? I, I got tears in my eyes, I'm telling you. Uh, it's really that simple, too, how John just put it. Just over 3,000 people. That's it. Not 30,000, not 300,000, not 3 million. Just over 3,000 people basically, basically have turned this city into a hellhole. How does that make any sense? How? How? It doesn't. It makes no sense. No yeah. sense at all. Yep. Hey, John, I love you, man. Thank you for doing this. We'll do this every Thank Monday. You. Thank you, John. Right. My man, right. there he is, John Katsimatidis, host of Cats and Cosby, 5 p.m. every weekday afternoon here on WABC. And, of course, Cats Roundtable. That's a great show, 8 a.m. every Sunday morning.